0: Welcome to the ninth episode of the Linux Gaming News Punch. We're almost on double digits now, which is quite impressive. I wasn't quite sure at the start if we would continue this, but the reception has been quite positive, so I'm quite happy to continue showing off a bit of interesting news from the last week or so. First up is the recent release of Forager, a 2D game that blends genres together. It's a bit of a strange one, honestly, and somewhat addictive, to be honest. The gameplay revolves around tiny little islands where you gather resources, construct buildings, make some money, and then buy more tiny little islands. Some of these islands have surprises like chests, puzzles, and one I found had giant talking beetroots that got horrified at me when I mined one of them. Still feel a bit bad about that, but my character was hungry and, you know, survival of the fittest. I left some of them alive though, you know, I'm not a monster. Honestly, Forager is a very sweet game. It's pretty family friendly too, I would say. Definitely worth checking out. I've spent absolutely hours in it. Next up is a game called You Died But A Necromancer Revived You. It's another recent release and wow is that name a mouthful to say. It's a long name for a simple game in this case but it's one where you shouldn't let the simple idea fool you. It's a little top down game with really small contained levels, each of them requiring you to get from the start to the end simply by running across platforms. However, there's all sorts of traps waiting for you and if you take too long the path behind you sort of explodes away into spikes. false move and you'll fall to your doom or run into a trap. It is actually great fun though. It can be played locally with up to three other people as well. I've actually found You Died But A Necromancer Revived You to be quite difficult because I get distracted really easily and I've run into traps constantly. But it's a good little game worth checking out. Moving on, just recently Valve updated Steam Play two times. The older 3.16 series got a few minor fixes but the real juicy stuff came with the 4.2 series which is the newer series that they're putting all the more advanced features in at the moment. Steam Play now actually includes Wine Mono and FNA from Ethan Lee as the XNA implementation. So with these two additions plenty more games should now be playable out of the box that not before. Some specific titles that they mentioned include Naruto Shippuden Ultimate Ninja Storm 4, which should work great, and there's also Age of Empires 2 HD that has fixed text input so it should be a smoother experience on Steam Play. Honestly, I'm just amazed that Steam Steam Play has come as far as it has in such a short length of time. By the end of 2019, Steam Play is going to be absolutely amazing. I am really hoping though that they overcome the hurdle with easy anti-cheat, which we haven't actually heard them talk about at all. Because while Steam Play is good for single player games, multiplayer games are the really big draw and most of them use easy anti-cheat. And if Valve and Code Weavers manage to get that sorted by the end of this year, That'll be a massive milestone. Moving on now to Danger Gazers, which is releasing for Linux pretty soon. Uh, It was going to be entering early access on the 22nd, but it's been pushed back to the 26th. This is another top-down shooter, it's a pretty quirky one, and it is something that we have quite a lot of, but this one in particular is a bit different. It has a very slow pace to it at the start, so it does ease you in quite well. The way you progress in it is also quite different. As you blast through each level, you get to pick your next location from various nodes like you would in games like FTL or Slay the Bias. You might end up at a shop or find yourself a little companion or it might be something completely random. I've been quite impressed with the response that the developer of Danger Gazers gave to my feedback on this one. As I mentioned, it was just a bit too slow, so they've already adjusted the speed on it. But it wasn't just that. I was having real trouble actually just looking at it because it was really quite blurry because of the filters or screen effects or whatever that they've actually put on top of it. And again, why I'm so impressed with the developer of Danger Gazers is that they've already fixed that. They've now put in three different screen filters that you can pick and the one that they've named Sharp makes it look a lot better. doesn't hurt my eyes anymore, so I'm pretty happy with that. Developers often act on feedback, but not really as quick as that. I was really quite impressed. So that's Danger Gazers. It's a quirky top-down shooter. It's going to release around the 26th in early access again. Keep an eye on that one. Here's one for you who don't have a lot of disposable income as King Arthur's Gold, a pretty damn good 2D multiplayer game, has gone free to play, so anyone can now jump in. For those who've never played it, the style and gameplay feel a bit like Terraria, so it's a side-scroller, but nothing is persistent as it's a player-versus-player online experience. You can jump into different game modes like the traditional Capture the Flag, but what makes it different is that you can have builders, archers, or knights so builders could build around the flag, put traps, walls, and so on, whilst your knights and archers attempt to take the flag from the enemy. It does make it pretty amusing, and it's pretty amazing that after eight years, they've now made it free to play. So check it out on Steam, King Arthur's Gold, for a bit of 2D multiplayer madness. Finally, we're going to end this week on some pretty huge news for Linux game developers. As the Unity game engine team have announced that with Unity 2019.1, the Unity editor for Linux is finally leaving experimental mode and it's going into preview. What they're basically saying is that their aim is to have a fully supported Linux version of the Unity editor by the end of this year. That is awesome, since Unity is used for all sorts of things from games to films, and being able to do all of that on Linux is going to be pretty sweet. That's all for this week. Thanks for joining me once again. If you want the most up-to-date Linux gaming news, as always, do hop on over to gamingonlinux.com. I will see you soon. Goodbye for now.